Hemorrhoids can be a real pain in the butt, causing anal itching and burning and irritation. Get fast relief with all natural, doctor-developed and tested Anacool. Buy Anacool, A-N-A-C-O-O-L. On Amazon right now and save 15% with code WABC2024. From Wall Street to the White House, this is The Larry Kudlow Show. Welcome back, folks. I'm Larry Kudlow, and a little bit of News of the Week in review. We've got Charlie Hurt, Washington Times opinion editor and Fox News contributor. We've got John Carney, economics editor of Breitbart News and co-author of the Breitbart Business Digest. Welcome back to both of you. Good morning, Larry. Good morning, kids. Uh, John Carney. Under the Trump administration, gasoline engines will be allowed and sex changes for children will be banned. And, John, if that weren't enough, as you pointed out, on the front page of Breitbart today, Trump bought me ice cream. Biden gave me $6 (laughs) gas. (laughs) John Carney. I don't know. Trump 10, rest of the field zero. <laughs> What's your yeah. take? Look, Trump really gets the idea that um, <laughs> that Biden's presidency is imperiled by the fact that cost of that people are experiencing a cost of living crisis. He hits that, you know, right away. And he, and he you know, in his speech in Michigan last week, he did a or this week, I guess they did a great job bringing that home. And I really think this line that brought both sort of the economic crisis of our time, which is, you know, this Green New Deal nonsense that is making things more expensive for everyone and the cultural crisis of our time together in just one sentence. You'll be able to drive a gas powered car and we won't be doing sex changes on children. That's so great. He brought it right together. And, you know, in two hours of debate, the rest of the Republican field weren't able to put something that coherent together. I know. And I wanted to see him, you know, Reagan Library. I wanted to see, let's smash big government socialism. Let's lower taxes across the board. Let's restore free market capitalism. I mean, none of that stuff was out there. And you're right. They didn't really, I mean, the affordability issue, whether it's mortgage rates uh, or automobile loans or whatever, uh, typical families can't buy a home anymore. I mean, you you could hear little snippets of it, but nobody really made the sale. And Charlie heard um, the morning consult poll, an eight-point swing uh, for Trump after the debate. Trump went from 58 to 63, and DeSantis went from 15 to 12. What does that tell you, Charlie Hurt? I think that that debate, I, I, and, and, you know, a lot of people are complaining about it, but I thought it was a very clarifying debate in a lot of ways. And it was really bad for all the, everybody that was on that stage. Um, they, you know, they came armed with their canned one-liners, and, uh, and, they, and they all come off like, like and, and then even then, you know, they don't do their one-liners very well. And it's so interesting because you look at a guy like Trump, and Trump is like the opposite of the one-liner guy. He's got great one-liners, but, man, he comes up with them on the fly. And, you know, he's a guy that gives these sometimes far too long two-hour speeches. But the people in the room are engaged for the entire two hours because he has a vision and he's got a force. 
and he's got he's he's he, he knows what he wants to do, and it, it's like he's you know with, with a lot of these other candidates, it's like they're playing defense all the time, and they're just trying to play it safe. And you know, for a guy like you know, the, if there's no no other lesson we learned from Trump, it, it's that you know when when you're negotiating, you have to be willing to walk away from it all. And Trump is one of those guys who, uh, you know, he, he, he is not afraid to uh, take those chances and, and uh, gamble everything for what it is that he believes in. And I think that's what, I think that's what Republican voters, and, and increasingly I think that's what regular vote, you know, not, you know across the board voters, you want know, to Trump, see in a president. Trump speaks in bold colors. The mm-hmm. others speak in pastels. I mean, that's, I yeah. somebody said that years ago, I can't remember I think it had it was during the Reagan era, but you see it again. I mean, you, little snippets of the truth, quote unquote, from the debaters, uh, little snippets. Whereas Trump deals with it head on; he just slams it. I mean, that's uh, you know, Trump's always called Biden socialist or communist. Okay, I don't think Biden's a communist. I do think he's turned socialist, but nobody. T- I don't think that those words were ever used in that debate. I mean, there what nobody slammed him, Charlie. You want to see a slam? I mean, this is in the Reagan Library. Reagan was a great slammer, okay, and yeah. Trump was a great slammer. These guys, they're like bunters, you know. They're, they're, they they want ground balls to third base. <laughs> Reagan has so whether many you like good lines about, and whether in, this is, and whether just sorry, I was just going to say Reagan has so many good lines about inflation. All yeah. you had to do was Google like Reagan and inflation. And you should have brought that to the Reagan library, right? That, that is the place. One of my favorite lines is where Ronald Reagan says, how come when people spend the money, it's inflationary, but when government spends it, it's not, right? Just, yeah. That's a great line. Yeah. Yeah. Where was this? Where, why weren't they quoting Reagan? It's terrible that they weren't. Yeah, I think that's, uh, that's all true. So, Charlie, uh, why have another debate? I mean, what are we going to learn from a third debate? I mean, NBC is going to have it. Uh, when is it? November, December? Um, Trump's already said he's not going to be in the debate. Why would he? Uh, Newt Gingrich yeah. was on our show, and he was on Laura Ingram later on, saying, "You know, let's just ban behind Trump, beat Biden." I mean, I know debates yeah. aren't elections, and I know polls aren't votes, but really, I mean, we have to suffer through a third debate. Oh my God! Yeah, and I think at this point it really is becoming the kind of thing that is it's like their vice presidential debate. Um and uh but I but I also think that they're not at, at some point they're really not actually uh illuminating even that all that much because mm-hmm. at the end of the day, uh, you know, Trump will pick or whoever the nominee winds up being will pick whoever they wh- whoever you know, it, that that's not necessarily a popularity contest as much as it is they're going to, he's going to make a decision about who it is that helps him. And for all we know, you know, Doug Burgum might be the best mm. vice presidential choice mm. uh, out of the people up there just because he's a serious guy. He's got a gr- tremendous private background in, in private business. Um, he knows what it's like to hire people and make and, and actually create jobs because government never creates jobs. <laughs> um, and, you know, he, he understands all of that. And so, may, you know, who knows? Maybe he wants to. But he's not going to. But Doug Burgum, a very serious dude, is not going to get uh, the spotlight in a on a debate stage with seven people um, arguing back and forth uh, with their little canned, poorly delivered one-liners. 
And John Carney, uh, the inflation's not over, and you're looking at a $100 barrel of oil, and you're looking at 4 or $5 bar- uh, gallon of gas, and the inflation report came out this, uh, this week showing that we're going to have high inflation for a while. We're going to have high interest rates for a while. Uh, actually, none of these candidates really spoke to that point either. That's right. Actually, again, to get back there in the Reagan library, Reagan talked about the, the difficulty that high interest rates impose upon uh, the American dream, frankly, about people wanting to own a home and how difficult it makes it and how that's caused by inflation running too high. And so we didn't hear that from any of the candidates. I think, by the way, if they have another debate that Trump's going to win by acclamation, right? How high can they push the polls up? Like, he can't go above 100%, I guess. So, you know, he'll get capped out there. But, yeah, no, they should have been talking about affordability. Um, Biden, by the way, a great thing that came out just this week, Biden wants to pour subsidies into home building. You know, not great to just be doing that. But, fine, I understand, you know, homes are unaffordable. But it's only for homes that are going to be Green New Deal homes. Right. So in other words, they're, they're, they're again trying to control the outcome of the housing market to, to advance their agenda rather than looking at the real problem, which is housing affordability in the United States. That's a problem. They're saying, OK, great. We're going to use this crisis to advance our agenda. That would be a great thing for them to have hit home on. You know, hey, people need homes. The Biden administration will only allow you to get a home if it's going to be a Green New Deal home. And wait, That's John. Terrible. It's got to be a Green New Deal home with an electric car in the driveway. <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, that is what the strain that they're going to put, by it's the way, they ch- want everything electrified. It's and a it's, chicken. And we don't have a grid to do it. It's a chicken in every pot and an electric yeah. car in every driveway. An electric and an average cost of in, right. $60,000. chicken on every electric stove, Larry. <laughs> That's terrific stuff. In all seriousness, though, Charlie Hurt, I I think one problem is that there's uh, n- there was no commander in chief on that debate stage. There was no right. strong commander in chief. There was nobody there who would inspire confidence that he or she would really be a steward of economic prosperity and a steward of national security and you know a steward of closing the border, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Again, you could get snippets of it, but nothing overwhelming, no strong, really, really strong strength, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah, and if we haven't learned anything else over the last couple of years, we've learned that you have to have you have to be a fierce fighter uh, in order to get mm-hmm. anything done in this rat hole, mm-hmm. because every at every corner, everybody is trying to stop prosperity and try to stop trying to stop freedom because that's what washington you know that's what makes washington work and you can and, and no matter what you think of trump you have to admit the guy's a fighter he's a fierce ferocious fighter mm-hmm. and he fights for what he believes in and he fights for for uh what, what he you know what he knows is right and none of those people up on that stage uh do that and i and, and i love that i love his answer uh, a couple of weeks ago somebody asked him to you know, talk about speaking in bold colors um, asked him what he would do about inflation, and he said, simple, drill, baby, drill. Yes, and, yes. And it's the only answer for a lot of reasons, not only, yes. and I, you know, you're, you're, you understand economics far better than I ever would, but, but you know, not only is it a good economic answer, but it's also um, a fierce defense of the oil and gas industry, which, you know, this lunacy about this new religion, it's, it's actually socialism, it's communism, 
with a new face on it, this mm. environmental wackoism, religion, uh, th- this idea that somehow or another uh, oil and gas is bad mm. when it has done more than anything else on the planet, any other element, to lift people out of poverty, to give people food, to help people see, to give them health care. The, oil and gas has done everything. Every advancement has been because of oil and gas. And there's only one guy up there fiercely defending it. And these jackasses who run around in their little electric cars, you know, in America, those electric cars are fueled 20% by coal. That's more (laughs) coal than my car, my truck, has ever burned. And and so I don't want to get a lecture from you about clean fuels. And and we're not going to get to this wind, you know, unicorn fantasy land anytime soon. And why should we when we have this wonderful element of fuel and we have the most abundant reserves of it in this country that provides freedom and uh, comfort and, uh, and, and livelihood for so many people? And Trump is the only one defending it. Hemorrhoids can be a real pain in the butt causing anal itching and burning and irritation. Get fast relief with all-natural, doctor-developed and tested Anacool. Buy Anacool, A-N-A-C-O-O-L, on Amazon right now and save 15% with code WABC2024. Hi, it's Ernie Anastas. You know, your thoughts can affect how you feel, and how you feel can impact your thoughts. Addressing your mind and body connection is the key to improving your overall wellness. Bergen Newbridge Medical Center is the largest hospital in New Jersey, providing comprehensive, equitable, compassionate, and high-quality emergency inpatient and outpatient medical care, plus mental health services and substance use disorder treatment. The Bergen Newbridge team can address your total health needs in one convenient location. Call 201-225-7130 for an appointment or newbridgehealth.org. You know, John Carney, I interviewed Trump a couple of weeks ago and the very first thing I went to was his uh, CNN debate when he, you know, how do you conquer inflation? He just went drill, baby, drill. And I think, <laughs> I mean, and I played the soundbite of him saying that and then he went on to say, by the way, and, you know, low taxes and uh, no uh, cut back on regulations it was right there was a was a platform for economic growth and prosperity and that and nobody else could say that nobody else could beat that uh, anyway folks let's take a quick break i want to come back there's some news i think about uh robert f kennedy jr declaring as an independent and um, does anybody really care if the government shuts down folks we're talking to charlie hurt of the washington times a fox news contributor and uh, John Carney, the economics editor of Breitbart News and co-author of the Breitbart Business Digest, which has a cult following. Folks, I'm Kudlow. We'll be right back. Larry Kudlow. It's the Larry Kudlow Show. Free market prosperity starts here. Now, here's Larry Kudlow. Welcome back, folks. I'm Kudlow. We've got Charlie Hurt, Washington Times opinion editor and Fox News contributor, and John Carney, Breitbart News Editor, Economics and Finance, and co-author of the Breitbart Business Digest. Charlie, what do you make of these uh, Robert F. Kennedy Jr. rumors that are going to run as an independent? Yeah, I think it's really interesting. Um, uh, I think that it is a uh, certainly a testament to how much the Democrat Party is insistent on uh, make, you know keeping the path clear for Joe Biden. 
um, and uh, doing everything they can to prevent a, uh, you know, a, a, a insurrection within their own uh, party. Uh, but the fact that that uh, RFK Jr. is polling at, you know, collecting, you know, double digit support from Democrats also shows how weak uh, Joe Biden is within the party and how much discontent there is within the party. That said, I think it's, you know, obviously, if he runs as an independent, it is going to be absolutely devastating to uh, Joe Biden. But, you know, he is in a lot of ways, a Democrat version of Donald Trump in 2016 right. in terms of his willingness to say things that nobody else is saying. Um, I think that, it's, it, you know, I think it's very possible that he winds up actually collecting um, a, a couple of Trump supporters. Um, but I think ultimately it's going to be far more devastating for, for uh, Joe Biden. Yeah, you know, John Carney, uh, we had dinner with him a few weeks ago, Committee to Unleash Prosperity Dinner, uh, Art Laffer sponsored him, and um, he's an interesting guy. He's a very, I mean, he's he's no conservative, but he's not a far out liberal either. Um, he's against you know COVID, against the shutdowns. He also is against the deep state. He talks a lot about that, which is a Trumpian uh, theme, John. And I just I think Charlie's right. He's, Probably hurts he hurts Biden more, but he'll take some votes away from Trump as well. John, have you written? I don't know if you've written about this or or Breitbart has written about who he hurts more. I think he hurts Biden more, but it's there's definitely a toss up there because a lot of people want to vote against Biden, and if there's no third party candidate, that goes to whoever the Republican is. When you introduce a third party candidate, it's always a question. I remember when Ross Perot ran. Mm. Uh, you know, there, there was a question of, does he hurt Clinton? It, it turns out he probably hurt Clinton, even though Clinton ended up winning the election against George H.W. Bush. The or sorry, it wasn't just uh, against Bush. Dole, um, but um, and George H.W. So um, the the history there is that the third party candidate can take away from the protest vote against the incumbent. One of the things I'd also say, though, is you're absolutely right. I read a fabulous book published just a few years ago about how good the Kennedy, the original Kennedy president was mm. when it came to taxes. <laughs> um, you might remember that one, Larry. Um, JFK and the Reagan Revolution. God love book. Didn't make the best sell list, but it was a great book. Actually, it sold 16,000 copies. Not bad. <laughs> well, there you go. And, uh, so it was, no, but it was a very good book. And so we can actually, you know, he can actually look back to history and say, you know, yeah, this is, you know, this, my family has believed that tax cuts can reinvigorate the economy. And uh, so I'm, you know, I can see some positive uh, things coming from him. And I also think, look, the Democratic Party has a problem because you have Kirsten Sinema deciding, you know, she doesn't want to be a Democrat. Joe Manchin has frequently said he's thought about leaving the Democratic Party. Mm. The the hold of the extremists on the Democratic Party is so tight that anybody who isn't part of the special interest uh, woke Green New Deal group, is feeling themselves literally squeezed out of the Democratic Party. Mm. So, and I think that's what's happening. Charlie, um, should we fear a government shutdown? Does anybody care if the government shuts down? 
Um, I think that we're probably going to get a government shutdown, uh, but we knew we were going to get a government shutdown from the moment that Kevin McCarthy became speaker. Um, The only question is whether Republicans have the courage to make it about something and win on that something, because they're going to be blamed for it. They always get blamed for it, no matter how unfair that is and no matter how much, you know, let's not forget, you know, the founders very purposefully gave the House primary control over all spending and all taxation because they wanted the people, the the representatives in Washington, who were closest to the people who faced the wrath of voters every two years, to be the ones, the only people who could originate taxation bills and spending bills. And so the notion that Democrats have an upper hand over the House of Representatives when it comes to spending is absurd in the in the, in the wildest absurdity. And um, and so, uh, you know, I, I urge, and if you look back over time, every time there's been a government shutdown, Republicans get blamed for it. Yeah. If you look at, if you go back and look at every election after a government shutdown in which Republicans were blamed, Republicans either do better or don't do that badly. Yeah. And um, yeah. and and so my my urging to Kevin McCarthy and Republicans in the House, make this about something. Make yeah. it about the border. And if you make it about the border, win on the bigger issue. Yeah, I like that. That's very good. All right, kids. Thanks ever so much. Charlie Hurd of the Washington Times and Fox News and John Carney of Breitbart. Terrific stuff. And Donald Trump wins the debate by not showing up on the stage. I'm Kudlow. Folks, we're going to take a break. On the other side of the break, Senator Kevin Kramer will join us to talk with me about life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. I'm Kudlow. Please stay with us. Hemorrhoids can be a real pain in the butt, causing anal itching and burning and irritation. Get fast relief with all natural, doctor-developed and tested Anacool. Buy Anacool, A-N-A-C-O-O-L, on Amazon right now and save 15% with code WABC2024.